You are listening to Baseball Zealot Radio. Okay, listen to Baseball Zealot Radio. My name is Tom Nelsop, and I'm coming to you from Urbana, Illinois. Welcome to the show. This is uh, show number 44, and it is June 15th. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, today we have a, a really good show. We have Eric Robertson. He's a programmer, and he is the creator, founder of uh, SimYard. That is a online baseball fantasy a game out there on the web, uh, something that anyone who is interested in baseball and from a fantasy angle can be can be involved in, and I'll let him describe that later on. Uh, Eric, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, thanks, Tom. I'm doing good. How are you good. doing? Good. I'm not doing too bad. So t- tell me a little bit about SimYard. If I was a baseball fan and I had didn't have any information uh, from a from a fantasy angle, and just give me a little bit of a sense of what SimYard uh, is about. Well, SimYard is its own baseball universe. Um, so you can join the website, and you can make your own team and have your own players and play against other teams in the universe. It's not like a traditional fantasy baseball game where you draft real Major League Baseball players. All the players in SimYard are made up, which means they're also yours, to do with what you want. Okay. Um, so you decide how much you're going to sign them for, how long their contract's going to be. Um, you decide who your starters are going to be, who's going to be on the bench. You can have a farm system, uh, so you can move people up and down between your teams. Um, so it's, it's really flexible. And, it, and from that perspective, it's really a fantasy baseball game of ownership, where you're more of the owner of the team. You get to make decisions about, what kind of a stadium you want to build, how big do you want it to be, you know, where you want the seats to be, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. In the universe, we have, we just broke 10 million simulated baseball fans because each team in the game has a number of fans associated with it. And it's one of the goals of the game is to build up your fan base. Oh, okay. You, uh-huh. get, you get more revenue from your stadiums because more people come to the games. You can charge higher prices when you have more fans. So that's, that's really kind of, you know, the underlying goal, aside from, you know, winning championships and such. Um, so, it's, so it's not just an issue of, of winning a baseball game. It's actually uh, getting fans to the stadium, uh, getting higher revenue, that kind of thing. Yeah, there, there's definitely a financial aspect to it as well. So when you start off and you play the game, um, there's you can play for free. There's a public park that you can get a team and go play in. And, of course, the caveat is you can't play any of your you can't pay any of your players if you play in the public park okay um because you can't charge ticket prices sure you have no source of revenue so once your player has played with you for a couple years and you know a a couple seasons i should say each season is a month and the first and second of every month is spring training so that's when these players get better and once they've played with you for a couple of seasons they get good enough to start catching the eye of the people who are paying to play who have this revenue model and then they come and start offering money to your players. And at that point, you have to make the decision about whether to, you know, keep playing in the park for free or pay for a membership and join one of, we have 13 leagues right now on the site, all with teams of different skill level. Um, and uh, from that perspective, I hope the park will kind of turn into what uh, the sort of thing that you get with college baseball, where you have 
um, you have players for three or four years who play for you, and then they're gone, and you have to turn them over to new players. Right. right. And then they go pro and move into the league. So, you know, I want – I like the idea of free things being out on the Internet. So I'm, I'm happy that there's a portion of this that's free, and it also – it really allows people to try the game before they buy it. Right. You know, there's no surprises. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, I actually had uh, had a chance to sign up uh, last week. Um, I haven't, you know, experienced any of the of the, the games or, or leagues yet, but it did give me a chance to look around and see what exactly is available. And it's quite, it is very interesting. Uh, I'll have to admit, uh, one of these days I'll have to, you know, break down and actually, once I have have some free time, is to uh, is to try it out and see and and try the full experience. Okay, say I I am in a league and a free and one is free leagues and and um and I'm I'm going through a few of the seasons and a few of my players are building up their uh, um, qualities or whatever they're getting better and I'll. I'll a more seasoned league is out there, and they see some of my players that are they're getting better. Yeah, can they do something? Oh, like uh, uh, yeah, grab one of my players that are better. You know, pay and pay me you know a good price for that kind of thing, and that'd be one way I could get you know some get a revenue stream that kind of thing. Can it work that way? No, they're they're just going to come and offer your player money, and your player's going to then have the choice of either staying with you and play, playing for free. Or uh-huh. going and, and making a salary, and I, I think every baseball player would rather be playing somewhere for a salary. Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. So, um, but the, 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 that's why I say that the free league is more like a college baseball type environment. Right. Okay. When I see you what you mean. When you get a new baseball player who hasn't been trained at all, it's going to be a couple of years before he gets to be good enough that that the professional teams are going to be having their eye on him. So okay. For a couple of years. You train him, and you can play him in in um, in the park. And there's just one league for the for the people who are who are not playing who are playing in the park. And even when people do join a league, they still keep one of their teams in the park. Oh, okay. So just that they cause for like a minor park, league or a college to college yeah, team, yeah, it, or or like a rookie league or something. Rookie league, yeah. Uh huh. Um. So when they're playing when they're playing in the park, those are all pickup games. You go onto the website, you um click on a dugout. And your team goes into the dugout, and then another team comes into the other dugout, and then you each pick your starting pitcher, and then you approve your starting lineup, and then the game starts. And the game takes about 20 minutes. Um, and basically, you get a top-down view of the field. You get to see the ball and strike count. There's about a pitch every second, um, a little faster than that. And there's a ball and strike count, and then when the ball's hit, you get to see where the ball goes, and if it's thrown, and then the runners move. So it is enjoyable to watch. Um, there's a little, there's more action actually than watching like uh, MLB Gamecast, for example. Right, right. Because there's actually some animation of the ball. I mean, when you see the ball flying and then you see it getting bigger as it kind of flies through the air, you don't, you know, you kind of hold your breath for a second. Is, is it going to be like a double against the wall, or is sure. it going to carry out of the park, or, um, you know, you you see that by watching it. Right. So um, the the people who who are playing for free and the people who are, are paying their bottom team. They're all playing in the park. It's one big league. Um, right now, because um, we're right in the middle of June here, so we're in the middle of the 1902 season at the moment. Okay. Um, there are 250 teams in contention for the park title. Um, 
which requires 46 games played. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and so that, that's a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're just playing whoever they want, whenever they want. They're, you have to maintain a minimum strength of schedule in order to be eligible for the, for the playoffs. Um, that's to prevent you from just playing all the weak teams. You actually, you know, you actually have to play strong teams too. And the top, the top five teams get invited right into a quarterfinal. And then there's three wild cards, which the other 48 teams play four games back to back to back to back. Oh, okay. Uh huh. And the four, the three teams that go four and oh, then get the, the final three quarterfinal spots. And it's really exciting. It kind of has a March Madness feel to it. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Which, and that's on, that's, uh, the night of the 26th of every month we're doing that. Oh, okay. so, so it's like a, a monthly thing then. Yeah. Okay. Now, as far as the actual game, back to the actual, uh, game, uh, game feel, is there, is there is no, just so I understand, there is no interaction between the, the, the player and the game. Uh, it just, it just happens. You watch it and then, the stats and and whatever get get recorded is that correct? Uh, for the most part, uh, you yeah. can make substitutions. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you can you can make pitching decisions as far as how deep you want, um, well, your starter or any pitcher really to go. Sure. You, know, you can modify their pitch count a little bit so they'll go a little deeper, a little shorter because how how far they go does affect their recovery time to the next game. Exactly. Um, and, and that all is done. You know, before the game, you're, you're, or as as a as a general rule, you know, during the during the season, not in the middle of the game, though. Is that correct? Yeah, when you yeah. go into a game, sure. yeah. you see these are the list of players who are available for these. This exactly. Game. Yeah. You can pitch a starter on short rest, um, but obviously he's getting penalties for doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So so at this point, can you give me a rough estimate of how many people are are playing a sim yard at this point? Well, there's um. About 500 people are logging in every day. Oh, okay. And playing. Um, I think about 200 of those people are in leagues, and the other 300 people are out, you know, just playing playing in the park in the in right. the pickup game. Um, so it, it's a pretty active community, and, right. and it's growing every month really fast. And, wh- and when did you start? Uh, when did you start this whole process? When- um, it, we started in February with the 1898 season. Okay, so you started this year. Yeah. So that's brand new. This is this, yeah. this is a total, oh, wow. This is a brand new product here. Uh, had, how long did it take you to, to you know to to program this whole this whole you know basically universe? Um, I started the project in the middle of October. Wow. So November you're a, fa- you're a fast programmer. About four. Well, it's my full time job. <laughs> right. Okay. So and uh, right. I work long hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would think. But yeah. Um. About about four months to build and then. The first two months, there were no leagues. Everybody was just playing pickup games. Sure. And, you know, kind of tweaked a few things and, and got it going. And then the third month, we started with leagues. This is now the third month of leagues that we're in. Um, the first month, we only had four leagues. The second month, we have eight, maybe. And now we have 13. So, you know, the number is growing every month. So what kind of feedback are you getting from uh, people that are, that are using uh, SimYard? They like to compare it to drugs. <laughs> um, they like to tell me that their wives don't like them and their right. girlfriends don't like me. Don't like me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Their wives and their girlfriends don't like me. Um, but actually, most of the feedback that I get from the game, I really like to take to heart uh-huh. and make improvements in the game. I mean, you know, if I have players that are suggesting, hey, you know, you should allow us to do this because it would make it much easier to 
you know, move our players from team to team or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, I'm going to listen to them. They're the ones playing the game. And I play the oh, game yeah, too, but, sure. if you, you know. And I assume most of them are, are constructive criticism. And if it is criticism at all, they've, they, they bring it to you and, and I, and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's constructive and hopefully you take it to heart and, and use That's it to pretty much improve what's going the game. On. Yeah. There's, there's a real, a real good group of guys, good group of baseball fans and some non-baseball fans too. Oh yeah. Um, people who, who have enjoyed, you know, enjoyed playing the game for what it was. One of the, the, the first, um, the first champion of the park league, um, was someone who didn't even watch any baseball. Right, I could understand that from what little I've seen of Simyard, and like I said, say I logged in long enough to you know look around. I could see how there could be someone who really wasn't a huge baseball fan, but maybe just enjoyed the whole concept of assimilation and yeah. just enjoyed the fact of I'm simulating a process and a um and and just being able to recreate. Something like this, and I, you know, I, I could see, I could see how it can happen. But I, I bet you, most people up are, yeah, are big baseball fans. I'm sure. I think but. the coolest thing about that, though, is that you know these these people. Then the next time baseball is on TV, yeah, they might stop and watch it. They like, might actually hey, watch it. it. Yeah, exactly. I know what's going on now. Right. Uh huh. So uh, you know, to to have an opportunity to help help create new baseball fans. I mean, you know, I obviously I think the great the game is awesome. Baseball, I mean. Right. Um, and the more people I can expose it to, the better. Sure. I'll throw you a curveball. Have you ever heard, heard of What If Sports? I have. Yeah. What Have you ever tried it? I haven't. Um, I ha- I actually haven't signed up for very many of those right. um, other I games. Did, I, signed I was up just, just going to compare your comparison yard to like, the others, as they say. And, you know, what, what, what is it to you that makes Simyard, you know, better than, you know, the leading product or whatever you want, the other ones out there? What, what, what makes Simyard that much better? I, I think, I think the biggest thing is that there's someone actively maintaining it uh-huh. and improving it. Um, one of the biggest, biggest problems I had with the, you know, the other games that I played is they just, they had a feel right from the beginning that you're kind of on your own when you're playing it. Uh huh. Um, you know, when I have somebody, somebody complaining to me on, on the, on the game about something, um, you know, sometimes an error happens with the website or, or whatever. I mean, I always jump in and fix that stuff immediately. And it was one of the first bits of feedback I got from people is, you know, on most websites and most, on the other games, when you, when you have a problem with the game, you have to fill out a form and then you have to wait like two to three days for them to reply to you and right. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I, I, I really like to give people good customer service. I, I, you know, I want people to be happy with, with, with the game. So, do you have, do you have help? I mean, do you have like employees or people that help you with the, no, 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 or, none at all. It's just me sitting in front of my computer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it sounds like you're very dedicated to the, to the project and to the, the game. It's, uh, well, the the idea is eventually to have it where it doesn't require me sitting here in front of the computer. But there are just so many moving pieces. Oh, I, I yeah, I would think it. yeah. The way it sounds, you've got. I mean, it's not just a game. It's a not not just a simulation of a game. It's a simulation of a like you say a universe, or with the very least, you know, a, a game, a, a a corporation that being a 
uh, a baseball club, uh, your and, and the fans, you know, the fans, fans being the ones coming coming to your club. I mean, you're 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 assembling all of that and uh, and, and just all that stuff. You know, something. You know, there's got to be so much things that that got to be involved with that. So, yeah, I would think I'd be kind of uh, kind of involved. And you just, I look at it from the perspective of the website's really alive. And if you stop in in the middle of the night, there are probably 15, 20 games going on uh-huh. in the park. Sure. And, and, and the games last about 20 minutes. But about every two hours, then there's a round of league, a new round of league games starting, too. Sure. And, right. I mean, you know, there's 24 teams in a the league. There's 12 games going on. Right. Um, there's 13 leagues. Those pretty much start over the course of an hour. They're, they're a little staggered in their start time. Um, and, you know, so uh, there's always games to watch. And, and I mean, it, it's a bit of a different story if you come in during prime time, whenever, you know, in the evening when everybody's they're uh-huh. playing, there's 160 games going on at once. Right, right. So, I mean, it, and now we're starting to get to the, um, to the, it, we don't do any sort of draft. Okay. There's, uh, there's no draft in Simyard. Right. Um, it's all a free agent based system. So when anyone's contract is expiring, you then go make offers on the players. Sure. So even when people aren't playing games, they're out making offers on players. They're out tweaking, um, you know, maybe maybe testing out uh, their finances for their stadium. Or what happens, you know, if I add some more restrooms to the first base seating line? <laughs> or you know, what happens if I take out this this hot dog stand and I replace it with a bigger concession stand? You know, what does right. that do to my revenues versus how much it costs me? Um, what if I raise the ticket prices in right field a couple cents? Um, you know, because this is 1902, the ticket prices are about a buck each. Right, right, right. Game. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that people are doing besides playing baseball games. And, of course, in this public park, you can have a 40-man roster. And what a lot of people have realized is they can play more games if they keep more starting pitchers on the roster. Right. So these people on a 40-man roster have 12 or more starting pitchers. Uh-huh. So they really are playing like two, three hundred games a season, or more in some cases. Because I mean, if you thought if you if you played two games a day and you had twice as many starting pitchers as you would have on your roster, you could play that many games. And these oh, people sure. are right. So they're keeping themselves busy. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, before we go any further, why don't you uh, let people know how they can you know find Simyard? Sinyard's available on the web. It's www.sinyard.com. S-I-M-Y-A-R-D, simulated yard. Um, and uh, just take your browser there. Um, no matter what kind of computer you use, you don't have to download anything. It doesn't use Flash or any kind of plug-in. Um, so it's pretty much just going to work on, on, you know, on your website, and just like any other website. And that's, you know, kind of one of the nice things about you. Can check on it from work. You can check on it from home. Um, just like you would any other fantasy game. So. Okay. And and you say that they they can try it out for free and. Uh, you can play and, as long as you'd like for free. As long as you want. Um, season after season, the only caveat is, like a college baseball team, you're going to be losing your players. Right. At, you know, a couple <laughs> they years can, in, they can get good and then they'll just leave you, right? <laughs> yeah, somebody will offer money and they'll go. But you know, right. everybody's playing in the park with the same rules. Even the people who buy the, the stadium permit and, right. and get teams in a league, even those people, they cannot put their paid players on the team that plays in the park. 
Right. So uh-huh. the, the you know it's an even playing level, an right. even playing field for all those teams. So you know you don't have to buy anything to to win the park championship. Sure. Sure. Uh, we've been talking to Eric Roberts, Robert Robertson. He's the uh, programmer. He's the creator of uh, Simyard. Simyard.com. Simyard's a uh, fantasy uh, online fantasy uh, baseball uh, game uh, simulation. I guess would be a better term. Eric, I heard you were telling me uh, over email that uh, you were you've been over to Japan and you said you were a cheerleader uh, for the was it the Hanshin Tigers? Yes. Well, that's I, I got to hear this story. You were, uh, what exactly did you how how did you land in this position? That that's this has got to be an interesting uh, story. Before before I I did Simyard, I um I worked for a website development company, uh-huh. and we got a we got a a job from a um if you remember in two thousand one um Ichiro came over right. And there was just, that's really when these Japanese players started coming over and started becoming popular. I mean, with Ichiro and Kazuhiro Suzuki and Hideo Nomo was over here. And I think uh-huh. there were a total of seven players that year. Right. And the people in Japan were going nuts. With, with the departure of Ichiro, I mean, he was like a national hero to oh, yeah. on yeah. the baseball team. And they all wanted to be able to follow what he was doing in America. So, oh, sure. Um, and, and back then, they were all cell phone crazy. I mean, they're five, ten years ahead of us as far as technology. Well, they still are, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my company was hired to make a website that would track um, just the Japanese players on a play-by-play basis in Japanese on these Japanese cell phones so that they could subscribe to the service to okay. the newspaper and get this real-time play-by-play information um, on their cell phone. Okay. And, um, and I was the programmer for the project. So awesome. to kick it off, I went to Tokyo. My, the company flew me out there to kick off the project. All right. And just, you know, I said that I wanted to go to a Japanese baseball game, and I honestly have no idea why I did, why I said that. Um, <laughs> maybe I was kind of being egged into it because my, the, the con, my primary contact out there was a huge Hanshin Tigers fan. Okay. Um, it, I, he told me that one out of three Japanese people are a fan of this team. Okay. Um, I mean, they're, they're they're like the Cubs in Japan. Um, I could, I could, yeah, I could, yeah, okay. It, right down to the fact that they never win championships. Yeah, well, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the uh, you know, I went over there and we timed. He timed the meeting so that the 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 Tigers were in town because the Tigers are from Osaka and we were meeting in Tokyo. And I went to a game and. These people cheer for baseball more than we cheer for college football. I, I, I've never been to a British soccer game, but I've seen them on TV. It's more than they cheer at British soccer. It's organized. It's um, it's intense, really. Um, they uh, they have a fan organization of cheerleaders um, that. They're they're licensed by the league. They have to apply for a for a permit to be able to bring instruments huh. and and equipment into the into the stands. Okay. Um, but they're all fan run, and they write songs for their players. Oh, that's awesome. And they're a lot like college football songs, like marches. Yeah. Um, and they play trumpets and drums. Uh, it's so cool. And um and wave these huge you know twelve fifteen foot flags. 
um, all in the stadium during the game. Uh, and when I went to the game and I saw that, I couldn't get these tunes out of my head. Uh-huh. And I went to two games on that trip and just loved it. I mean, I, I would have gone to more if I could. And my the, our, my contact person there, I mean, he he became a good friend of mine. He invited me back um, to, to to stay with him and to go to more games, which I did. I learned two of the songs in Japanese, which I didn't really know what the words meant. I was just memorizing the sounds more than anything. <laughs> went to the game, cheered, cheered for the players. I mean, um, they're allowed to have three American players on their team. They're generally, you know, people who aren't making it in the major leagues. Right. They decide to go there to, to kind of help the career out. And they can sometimes become big stars there. Um, and, uh, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I played trumpet in the marching band in middle school uh-huh. when I was a kid. So I had a trumpet and these songs were available on the internet. So I downloaded them and learned them and basically um, two years ago, I went to the, the, the home stadium in Osaka with nobody, just by myself, looked around for the cheerleader who I thought was in charge, and said I wanted to play the trumpet in the stadium. What do I do? Oh, wow. And, that's, and I had no idea that you had to be licensed and right. you know, all this stuff in order to do it, but he helped me. Did he? Uh, he helped me do all this stuff. Oh, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, it didn't, it helped that I went there for like 12 days. Right. And I went to 10 baseball games or nine baseball games in that period of time. And so they saw me at nine baseball games. So even though I didn't speak any Japanese, I mean, right. very little, uh-huh. um, I, I, I took like private lessons for a couple months before I left. And I sure. barely spoke any of it. Um, but even though I didn't, he was able to see that dedication, which is something that the Japanese people really admire. Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, I, I earned their trust, and, and they saw that I was really interested in doing this. Oh, sure. And they they firmly believe that they get back to the outcome of the game. Oh, you um, know, I don't doubt it does. You I, know, I really don't. I think it, I think it I think it really makes you know the old tenth tenth fan or tenth player uh, attitude that it really makes a huge difference. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I always go back and I look at, and you know, I'm a Cubs fan too. Uh huh. Um, and sorry to hear that. No, in okay. 2003, when when Steve Bartman, um, I mean, we all know what happened. Yeah. Um, everybody, I mean, everyone played the blame game on that. And oh, I know. People from Bartman to Alou to Pryor to Gonzalez, Dallas, Baker. Yeah. The one the one group of people that I never heard heard blamed were the fans. Yeah, the other fans, yeah. Because I I wasn't at that game, but I was uh-huh. watching it on TV. Right. You could hear a pin drop in that place. Oh, I know. You know, where were the chants from the fans? We could have brought that whole game back. We have, oh, I know. You know. This huge lead still. The whole game was savable, but everybody was just standing there, you know, silent. Right. And I, I really think, I mean, I, I, like, I like what's going on. Um, this year, there's more. There seems to be more liveliness in the park with right. uh, Fukudome there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I really like that. I like to see that trend continue. A couple years ago, it was Matt Merton. There were the Merton heads that showed up. Uh-huh. These are the sorts of things that the Japanese do, and they believe that it helps. I believe it helps. I believe mean, it does too. I really so, do. And let me tell you, they do not stop cheering. 
I have heard that, and I heard it's loud. I mean, is that true? When they when their team is at bat, they cheer. Right. When their team is pitching, they sit there and they allow the other team fans to cheer. And they segregate them in the park. Typically, right field stands is for the home team, and the left field stands is for the away team. Oh, okay, huh. And in Koshien Stadium, which is the home of the Tigers, it's, a, it's about the same size as Wrigley, like 40, 40 to 45,000 people. Okay. And they pack it, and the, the, the away team's cheering section is one little section up in left field. Okay. It's so small, unless the Tokyo Giants are in town, which is their big rival, in which case it's one whole section from top to bottom. Sure. Um, just a little, like, wedge in left field. Everybody else is Tiger fans. Everybody else is, you know, is singing in unison because there's probably 150 to 200 cheerleaders at the game. Right. And they communicate with hand signals so that they all know which cheer they're doing because there's maybe a, like 18 to 20 different chants that they do. For any player, um, you know, from like you know, home run, home run to a lot of Japanese phrases that mean like make a good hit or sure. fight or you know do your best or things like that. <laughs> um, to you know, so the, uh, frequently when a batter comes up to the plate, they'll start a couple of those chants, and they're a lot like the chants that you'll hear in Wrigley, you know, let's go Cubbies or sure. or so, something like that. And then after they go through like three or four different chants like that, because I mean the cheerleaders tell people when to start chanting, they go through like four or five times. The cheer- cheerleaders tell people to stop chanting. Then they hold up signs saying what the next cheer is. I mean it's all highly coordinated. Wow. Then they start playing these songs, and they just play them over and over and over and over <laughs> again. They're like little four-line poems. Right. Um, and they'll play them through eight, nine, ten times, and I mean. You know, sometimes you get at-bats where the guy files off 10, 12, 14 pitches. Sure. And they go long enough to where they start singing, and then they stop, and they go back to chanting, and they chant a little more, and then they go back to singing again. I mean, shutting up is never an option. Singing so, quietly is never an option. So, you know, unlike America, you know, you don't go to a Japanese baseball game, you know, to hang out with your buddies. You go to the baseball game to watch your team, you know, play and to root your team to win. Is that is that a fair assessment? That's that's a fair assumption. You yeah. don't go to the ballpark to drink beer, hang out, and and you know, chat with your buddies. Is the that, group is that, of people that do that are typically Japanese businessmen. Okay. Who after work, like a whole group of people from the office, go to the baseball game, uh-huh. and those are the, those tend to be the people who are least into the game. Okay. But by the end of the game. When you've got beers in you and everybody's, you know, everybody's singing and chanting, uh-huh. you're going to join in. Oh, you'll join in, yeah, because it's you fun. You know, I mean, yeah. they all know the songs. They have sure. pieces of paper that they distribute at the games <laughs> with all the lyrics on them. Right. You know, so if you're Japanese and you speak the language, it's pretty easy to get into. All right. Um, what, but, kind of, what kind of promotions do they have at the park? You know, fun, you know, te- do they have, like, fun team promotions at the ballpark for... You know, at a certain day, that kind of thing. You know, bobbleheads. I don't know. What what do they have that is comparable to the United States? Uh, they don't really have a whole lot of promotions. No? Okay. Um, they do scratch-off cards. Okay. Um, I've seen scratch-off cards, but typically when you walk in, they give you a couple pieces of paper. Um, one of one of them, a lot of times, is a fan. 
Um, because at least in Osaka, it is really hot. They have hot, humid summers like we have hot, humid okay. summers. Uh-huh. So they hand out like paper fans um, when you walk into the park. Okay. Um, but I mean, generally they don't have like like a bobblehead or I went earlier this year. I got an Ernie Banks. Right. Bat. You know, okay, they, they don't really have promotions. Or little like bats, that. or I guess they don't do those little bats anymore because people yeah. are sharp with those. But okay, that was just interesting. Although um, it's interesting that they don't kick you out of the ballpark when when you fight. Huh? Well, they what, what they, do they do? They just, they just break up the fight. Break up the fight and then, then go I, on. I, I only saw one. I, I've I've been to you know several dozen several dozen games. I've only seen one fight in the stands. Okay. And um, you know, so it's not like it's commonplace, but I happened to see one, and huh. I was very surprised they did not kick anyone out of the ballpark. They were just like, "All right, are you are you guys done? All right, there we go." <laughs> That's funny. Do they, do they separate the two? Like you sit over there and you sit here? Or not they, not huh. so much. Okay, I mean, interesting. It, it's they just kind of calm the situation down, and then everybody's okay. I think it's a cult, a real cultural thing. Yeah, like, I, w- I would think it would be. I mean, it, it is a. Like well, another really noticeable difference. Well, I mean, not really noticeable, but something that they always do different is during the first pitch, they always have a batter standing at the plate, and the batter always swings. So no matter how bad the first, the ceremonial first pitch is, you're telling me about that. Yeah, they always swing, and no matter how bad the batter pitcher is, yeah, you're telling me about about the uh, Mariah Carey uh, pitch, which yeah, like was yeah. basically a ground ground ball, and. Yeah, that was the only one that I saw that they didn't didn't swing at. And you thought that was unusual because you say he, oh, the batter always swings. Of course, she didn't even throw it halfway to home plate. No, I mean, it wasn't wasn't even close to the the home plate, so that's maybe why, but uh, that's interesting, the ceremonial pitch you always swing at. Yeah, I was telling my wife about that. She thought that was real interesting, like the... That you always they always do that. Uh, that's uh, it, it's kind of it's a strike, as yeah. well. Is that right? Okay, it's like a so, gimme. Oh no, no, it, it doesn't count towards the game. It does. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, the, the person who's throwing out the ceremonial pitch isn't embarrassed by having thrown a ball. Okay. By missing the strike, I understand. It's a more of a, more of a cultural attitude thing. So, huh, interesting. The um another another real fun aspect for me, anyways, um was a, a couple of the um, uh, American players that they had on, on the Tigers. And, and sometimes, you know, when I went um, and saw other teams, Tyrone Woods is a big-name guy that's out there for them. Um, I don't know if you remember Shane Spencer. He played out there oh, for a sure. couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Andy Sheets. Shane Spencer and Andy Sheets were both, were both Tigers. Okay. Um, and um, last year, and actually this year, uh, Ryan Vogelsong is on the roster. Oh, is he? Huh. And, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Ryan Vogelsong fan now. <laughs> I mean, the first game that I saw him was, was last year in his, his season opener at Koshien. And he got the win. And at the, after the game, they have a, they, they take an MVP for the game immediately. Okay. And they interview him out on the field on the Jumbotron. Really? <laughs> immediately after the game. And, um, he was, he was the, they call him the hero. And it's called the hero interview. Okay. And he was the hero of that game. Um, and they, they interviewed him and, you know, he, he spoke in English to everybody and it was, it was just a blast. I mean, he was, you know, he, he did the sports Madlib thing, the same thing that, that 
um, baseball players always say whenever a microphone gets put in their face, oh, yeah, you know, we had a real good game. I want to thank all the fans. You guys are great. Uh-huh. It's awesome to play here, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But everyone loved it, and, and I became an immediate Vogelsong fan. And then the all-tier, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, we, we were talking to uh, Eric Robinson from Simyard, uh, Simyard Baseball. This uh www.simyard.com but I, I love hearing all that stuff about uh, Japanese baseball. You say you're a co- back there soon. What's that? <laughs> I hope to get back there soon if, if Simyard yeah. does well enough. Yeah, I, I hope you do too. We'll have you on again. You can talk more about it. That would be awesome. You're a Cubs fan, you say? I am. Yeah. Uh, I assume you follow, uh, you've been following this, uh, this year's uh, season. Hard to uh, ignore this season. You're following more than I am. I, yeah, I've been so tight with the uh, college baseball up until, uh, I guess recently the uh, I have I've been you know so into uh, the YNI and uh, up until they go you know, lost it in the uh, the Big Ten season Big Ten Turner tournament and now that the college uh, uh, season is over at least for you know the teams I'm interested in uh, I'll probably be more more into the major league season but uh, uh, and it's, it's fun because both Chicago yeah. teams are in first place. Yeah, well, yeah, it's half fun. <laughs> it's half fun. <laughs> I mean, I only watched one of them, as I suspect right. many people in Chicago do. But look, it, it's interesting for me uh, because where I live, the three teams that are followed by the by people um, uh, that live in this area are the Sox, the Car- Cubs, and the Cardinals. Mostly the Cubs and the Cardinals. Yeah. And, and look where they're at. You know, the Cubs. And it's Cardinals amazing thing. that the Cardinals are are oh, keeping that, right with the Cubs. Oh, I I hear you. I mean, because the Cubs should be running away with it with this kind of a record. They should be, and 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 you know, they're, the Cardinals are right behind them, and I don't know how they're doing it. I really don't. Uh, they should have been there in the first place, and the fact that they're still they're still there, as with the, with the Cubs winning the way they are, I just don't know how they're doing. You know, kudos to them. You know, that's all I got to say. You know, and now unfortunately, not, I I never like to. Uh, you know, think, think highly of injuries or injuries or anything, but I, uh, but Albert Pujols is, uh, uh, you know, has, has, has the injury now and he's out for, I think, what, six, six weeks? Out till July, July sometime. Um, and, and that's not, that's not gonna help the Cardinals at all, I don't think. They're, they're very dependent upon, upon his bat, so. But we, we also lost Soriano. Yeah, so, you know, and, but we we and, did pretty well with the first for first time. I I don't I don't, I don't want to say we don't need him, but I think the injury to the, the Cardinals will hurt the Cardinals more than the injury to Soriano will hurt the Cubs. Probably. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say that, but probably I, I, I that's my feeling. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I'm, off, maybe I'm off on that. What, what, what's the what's the feeling in in Chicago on the you know on the Sox right now? I don't get a whole. Whole lot of Sox, uh, I don't talk to a lot of Sox fans, fans down here. What's, uh, you know, how do they feel about Ozzy? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I just, I just read about him once in a while. He's always going off on, on one thing or another. And I... Some, some fans of, of one team in Chicago really love to hate on fans of the other, and I'm just not one of those, those people. <laughs> You know, I used to be that way. <laughs> I used to be that way until uh, 
until like the last few years, and I kept reading what te uh, te uh, Teddy wrote, Teddy Ballgame wrote, and you know, it's one more. I just start rooting for the Sox to lose, and I know I shouldn't be that way, uh, but uh, well, you know, I've been to Cubs games with Ted. Yeah. So yeah, he, I think he frequents both sides too. Yeah, he goes both ways. I think he, lately he he's uh, he's been like not going to Cubs games. He had an incident where they wouldn't get one let him into Wrigley Field because uh, into their uh, their handicapped uh, area because he doesn't isn't in a wheelchair. Yeah, which I, I think it's kind of bogus. I think. Yeah, uh, they, and they're they're a lot more accommodating. Uh, yeah, but, so. you know, he's always been a bigger White Sox fan than a Cubs fan anyway. I feel. Well, he's never been a Cubs fan. He hates the Cubs. Oh, he told you differently. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. You know, I, I want to hear this story. Wild, but I mean, we we went. You know, we went and saw the first game that um, Kerry Wood came back uh -huh. after his arm surgery. Um, Ted and I went to see that game together, and I will never forget it because the first pitch he saw, he sent right over the wall. <laughs> um, I, but you know, batting Kerry Wood, he hit a home run with the first pitch. Right, I'll no, never yeah. forget it. Right. I'll never forget how crazy that place went. It was oh yeah, nuts for like three minutes. Everybody was just yelling and screaming because right. they welcome back, you know. And and you know, I, Ted's not the type of person to say bad things about about the Cubs. I don't feel. But no, okay, maybe not. You should read his stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He's a pre. Uh, but I have to say, you know, I pick, I picked the, uh, uh, in my predictions, I picked the Cubs to go to the World Series. Now, most of that was, uh, yeah, I, I, I still stand by that, especially now, but I have to admit, you know, I didn't think they would be winning this many games. And it's almost as if, you know, you know, that, that they, they can't even find a way to lose if they wanted to. It, it almost feels that way. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say it that way because I'll jinx them and I'll start losing. But sometimes it just feels that way. Well, every every season where you just sit there and watch the games over and over, and you know they never get a break. Right. And you know, my God, I mean, you know, losing all the one-run games and et cetera, et cetera. And this year, right. this is not happening. Yeah, it, it's almost yeah, it seems it that means way. So much. <laughs> So, so I, 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 I don't even want to look a gift horse in the mouth. I don't even want to talk that way. You know, I, I just want to accept it and say thank you to whoever it gives, is giving it to us and then and go and and, and then just... You can go up to Wrigley and have a good time. Exactly, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do that. But I'll watch it on, watch it on TV and I'll watch them on game, 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 game day and just hopefully we can get through the Soriano injury like we did last time and hope that he... People can other people can can come up and and uh, and back him up like we did last time, and I had to uh, worry about uh, uh, the offense. Uh, but I don't I don't think we'll have to worry too much about uh, uh, missing Soriano too much. But uh, the more we depend upon him, like like uh, the more the more we have to worry about it when he does go down. But uh, we'll see. And he'll be back this year. No. He will. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he, know. He, we haven't lost him for, for that long. No. And 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 we can cover for him, but he'll be back for the playoffs. Sure. Uh, what, what was your feeling on uh, Edmonds? 
uh, we were one of the ones that was uh, so uh, so against getting Evans in the first place, and uh, or did you just say, well, we're not paying him a whole lot of money, and so, and he's uh, someone with experience, so we'll yeah, we'll that's 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 how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, he's, I not, he's not breaking our bank, and he's a veteran. Right, that's how and I felt. And he's seen a lot of NL pitchers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's a very useful person to have on your roster. Right. So, yeah, that's that's sort of how I how I felt about the whole situation where we got him. And there's so many people there just, you know, like you're saying about the Sox, they're, they're saying the same thing about the Cardinals. Oh, he's a Cardinal, and oh, I hate Cardinals. Why, why do we pick, pick him up? And... I'm just like, you know. Well, you know, wait until that. you get that game when the Cardinals are in town. Yeah. And walk off home run. Yeah. And, uh, in your face. That kind of yeah, thing. yeah. You know, it just matters <laughs> who he's playing for now. Right. Anyway. Anyway, let's just go ahead and wrap the show up. Erica, it's great to have you on. Why don't you go ahead and plug, uh, plug Simbard one more time and, uh, uh, let us know where we can, uh, get, uh, get, uh, get, get a whole, uh, get on Simyard. Well, Sim, Sim Yard is, uh, I've been calling it the next generation of fantasy baseball. There you go. Because it, it really, it really gives you a level of control that you don't have, um, with, with a regular fantasy baseball. And the, you know, the possibilities are just, are just endless. Um, and, uh, it's at simyard.com and you can play for free as long as you want. Uh, memberships are 19.95 for three months, which is three seasons. Uh, or fifty uh, nine ninety five for twelve months, uh, twelve seasons. So um, it's it's actually pretty affordable too. It's, right. You know, if you buy a year, it's only five dollars a month. And, and what does the membership give you exactly? Is um, that the free stuff? It lets you get the stadium. The that's, stadium. It's called a, it's called a stadium permit. Um, then you can build a stadium. You have a certain amount of finances that you can work with. Basically, the bank will only give you so big of a loan. Um, to use to construct your stadium and to pay your first year's worth of players. And you get to have three teams instead of one. So you can have one team that plays these pickup games in the park, okay. and then you can have two additional teams um, that either play in the park or play in a stadium in a league. So um, when you get the stadium, the stadium is required to join a league, which is required to, to bid on players. Um, and then then you have a financial model where you're, char- you're charging admission prices in your stadium, you know, there, there are some templated stadiums to choose from so that you don't have to do all that construction yourself if you don't want to. Um, you know, you can pick from one of a couple pre-made stadiums if you want. Okay, sure. Um, and then, of course, you have to, you know, choose how much advertising you can do or how much advertising you can afford, really. Um, pick the, pick the, the ticket prices, and it estimates your yearly revenue, and it allows you so much of that to be able to spend on players. And then you go out and there's this collaborative, um, not collaborative, but, um, well, it's, it's a free agent pro, it's a bidding process. And we actually just expanded it this season. Um, so there's kind of like a public auction of players that just started that's going to go on for like the next five or six days. And at the end of that, the players are going to, um, are going to take the top price of the auction and they're going to turn around and they're going to offer a contract extension to their existing team. Um, for, for like 15% more than that top, top amount. And then the team can opt to either take that or not. And if they don't take it, then that price becomes the starting point for a kind of a private closed bidding system that goes on. Um, which is three, four rounds long, populates your, your roster with players, and then the new season starts. Okay. 
Well, I encourage anyone who's interested, uh, check it out. Try the free version. If you uh, if it's something you're interested in, go ahead and... Uh, you just, like simulated baseball. You're yeah. You'll love it. Yeah, give it a shot. Um, uh, I highly recommend it. Just I need to convert it. all you APA guys over. Yeah, we'll try that. How? <laughs> I have, I have my time. You'll never, you'll never have to complain about somebody not having their stats in again. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my stats in this month. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you've been listening to uh, to, to, to the Baseball Zealot Radio. Uh, if you want to uh, send in some feedback, uh, go ahead and email us. Our email address is feedback at baseballzealotradio.com. Um, check out the blog. The blog is uh, com. Eric, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate thanks you talking about Simyard and, and Japanese baseball and just the Cubs. Boy, I tell you, you just covered a gamut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have you on again. Who knows, you know? So, anyway. Sure, thanks, sure. Thanks, I'd love to be on. Thanks for being on, and, and thanks, everyone else. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been a while since we put out a show, and I thought this would be a perfect opportunity for us to uh, kick, kick it off again. And, and I think we're planning on putting on our show, hopefully maybe next week. So, thanks for listening. <laughs>